Yeah. Uh, that was pretty much my day. <clears throat> awesome day. Well, Zach had himself a day, Mr. Long Island Open. Tell us about yeah, you. It was a good day. Played a little golf at Beth Page Red. It's a good one. Great Everyone course. knows the black. There's the black, the red, the blue, green, and yellow. Mm. Five courses. Yes. And today was the red. They always have the Long Island Open qualifier at the red and one other place. Figured I'd give it a crack, and it went well. He uh, means, no, no, no. He means he went well. He T6'd with a 70. T6. 27 and ties got in. Got a, got comfortably within the cut. Three, uh, 73 got in. Shot a 70. He was smoothly in the cut. Right, dude. You're just out there throwing your hog around, man. Yep. It was a good, I mean, I tried to, you know, save that for the restroom, but maybe <laughs> I, I may have a little bit. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean oh, for you to Oh, sorry. This, oh, yeah, I shot I can't 70, pay with this sorry. 70 that I shot today? Yeah, how many? No, that'll be $16 for this Gatorade, oh, jackass. Leave. It was brutal. <laughs> it was 10 bucks for a drink and a little kind bar. Hey, they have to keep but, those courses running somehow with all that bad economic yeah. downturn. Yeah, they do. And they only charge 60, 70 bucks for 18 holes there if you're a state resident, which is incredible. Yeah, that's a great deal. I mean, look at... Uh, Indian Island and Riverhead, they only charge $30 for weekday 18 if you're a resident. That might be the best deal there is. Crazy. Can you just quickly just put in perspective, like, how good a golfer Zach is compared to you and I, Sherman, and then the fact that he's not even <laughs> on tour, like, he's how a, good those guys are? <laughs> yeah, so, so I think what Brendan's alluding to is the levels of golf we have here. I... Had a proud 104 the other day. Very proud 104. Shot great. Great golf. And that's how I golf. I'm basically trying to break 100 every time. If I get there, that's great. If I'm floating a little above, you know, I got to work on it a little bit. And then I'm going to keep going until I'm shooting fucking 80s. But for now, that's where I'm at. Brendan shoots basically in the 80s, coming in a couple, couple little high 70s there, right? Oh, that's uh, that's giving right there. That's one time, one time oh, once, in my life. Once, sorry, high seventies, but usually an eighties golfer. Guy likes nice. it in the eighties, and then Zach just is f- fucking twelve strokes, thirteen, fourteen strokes above all that <laughs> into it's the into the motherland. Easier, it's probably easier for Zach to shoot like his greatest round than it is for him to shoot a, a round as bad as. We shoot. I, I don't know. <laughs> that might actually be true. Might be factual. He's like he's like fucking Larry Bird out there. You ever see that instruction video of him trying to like show how he shoots free throws? And he's like, all right, you know, if I shoot from back here, I'll miss because I can't see the ball. And he does it and just goes in. And he's like, I don't know, I'm Larry Bird. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's like Zach. He's like, oh, man, I'll, I'll try to. Just, uh, I don't know, skull this across the ground and just flushes it. I can't, I, I yeah, can't I'm... speak what it takes to shoot a 70 at Beth Page Red, but man, shooting a 104 somewhere felt great too. <laughs> we're all playing against ourselves. That's what the it is. is. That was my you point. Know? Yeah. Yeah. We're <laughs> all playing against ourselves. The thing is, though, Sharm, like if you went out and 
shot a one hundred four at best page red, like it felt like a seventy. You know what I mean? Holy like, shit! If I shot a one hundred four anywhere at Beth Page, I'd be hyped. Beth Page is tough, tough ass course. That's what. That's like, isn't that notoriously one of the toughest courses in the whole country? Is Beth Page Black too? Yeah, the Black is is known as one of the hardest. Beth Page Black yeah. Ocean Course at Kiowa. Didn't you also play Southern Hills? Yeah, you also Southern played, Hills. You like, also played Kiowa recently. Yeah, I played Kiowa this spring. How did you shoot there? Not, not my finest. We used a caddy. I started off birdie yeah. birdie, and I shot eighty. I don't know. I would have expected. I would have gotten a little more momentum from the opening two birdies. If I would have caddied for you, you would have won. Yeah, absolutely. I was thinking, I need Sherman out here, ASAP. Perfect. Well, honestly, you would be the worst. You would be the worst caddy ever. Zach would look at you. He'd be like, "All right." We're- <laughs> We're uh, 260 out. What are you thinking here? We got wind in the face. Uh, I don't know. Texas, Texas wedge. wedge. Texas wedge. <laughs> Texas Absolutely wedge. whips out the putter. Over four bunkers and uh, water. Yeah. yeah Zach starts with all his clubs. By the second hole, he looks in his bag. It's just putter. Just putter. He, takes, he just slowly takes clubs out of the bag. We're going to have a t-shirt with just Stella putter. Hole written on it somewhere we can't wait to have a whole line of merchandise for you guys from welcome to another episode of good lies golf i'm ryan sherman and i shot a 104 the other day suck it across the way from me is zach grossman he shot a 70 today and t6 at the long island open beth page red congrats to zach and Brendan Lawson just basically looks baked. And looks like he had a long day. He needs to play some golf. Welcome to the episode for the PGA Championship. Good lies golf. Speaking Good of Italian. fuck off, talk about K.H. Lee. Let's hear it for oh the big God. fella. Let's hear it K. for K.H. Lee is not what you would consider... Very electric, but he is. He is very electric. He brought it. He claims that his first goal is to be the the best golfer in the world, and the second goal is to be the sexiest golfer in the world. (laughs) And then when dinner time comes, (laughs) and then when dinner, so he says he's got to be muscular, but also when dinner comes around, he's just got to eat a lot. (laughs) <laughs> and that's all he that's all he's got. That's the key to winning, clearly, because he just won. So he won. That and his G string, he's he's winning. To back to back as well. He's a regular at Victoria's Secret. <laughs> he is an elite card member. Elite. For anyone listening out there trying to throw down an early bet for next year's eighteen C or Byron Nelson, I highly suggest you go ahead and throw in Cage Lee. The dude is fifty one under through two events. I think he's going to off feet. the charts. Let's just bet on him now. I think the odds would be great. Yeah. So bringing into this week, I mean, what a week. Major golf tournament time. This Major. is majors. We're talking yeah. majors, okay? We're not talking about some fucking corn fairy, some little dinky bee league tournament. We're talking major golf. The Wanamaker Trophy. Heavy It's hitters. a big, big piece of hardware. Big piece. Comes with some cash. Too. Comes with some cash. 
Our good pal Phil Mickelson will not be attending this year. Wow. What about that, huh? Holy cow. Is he your pal? Are you guys pals? Are you guys pals, Zach? Uh, you guys best I friends? think I paused my affiliation with Phil. Okay, you broke ties as well, just as the yeah. other sponsors and everything else. Yeah, whenever, Ooh, when, okay. when Rolex and whoever else dropped him, I, or I'm not going to drop him. I'll just pause him. Oh, you're going to you're going to freeze him. Pause him indefinitely though. Okay. It's yeah. like a half cancel. Yeah. Nice. I, okay. I mean, he like kind of canceled himself. He didn't no, he show did. up to the PGA Championship yeah, what? after he won and at they, 50 years old. And they said that the, he was invited too. They were like, "No, he's good." Yeah, Phil. We love Phil and Amy. You think it was an LIV thing? I don't know. It was either LIV or it was that he's just put his foot in his mouth so many times recently that he's he just, just has got to back away from everything. Yeah, and reset. he and you Come on, though, man. If Tiger so can do all that, let's go. Come on, though. It's, yeah. If Tiger can have a nervous breakdown with his family and, like, his wife and have, like, a car accident and, like, go through all these crazy things and come back and win tournaments, I mean, come on. Phil yeah. can Phil can absolutely Phil do some stupid. Uh, but Tiger's mean, it's, it's a much different. more private person. Brendan thinks it's different. What do you think, Brendan? Some of the comments Phil made, you know, he's, he's basically alluding to the, the people running this thing have, you know, committed murder and stuff like that so uh, it's a little yeah, bit no, different pretty big accusation right <laughs> no it is weird though just the fact that like you guys said i mean you got the past champion not going to be at the tournament that's just odd it's a weird and thing. a lot of the players even being interviewed this week have said the same thing it's weird that he's not there no matter what he said or what he's doing with you know, I, the, yeah. the live league i think it leaves a gap for a nice guy like Cooch to come in there and just swoop in. Oh man, come in there with a little old man dub. Old man dub. Damn boy, that would yeah, be he's, nice. He's got a he's lot going on. Though. We didn't talk about the actual kind of layout though of this whole thing. I mean, this the PGA is pretty gnarly. It's a it's a pretty yeah serious field. I mean, you got beefy track, beefy field, beefy field, beefy track. 156 players, and then you got 20 PGA professionals within that. Oh, yes, the 20 PGA professionals. One of which being who, Zach Grossman? Paul Dickinson. He's been a pro out on the east end of Long Island for a long time. He's a local guy. We love Paul. I took a, I took tons of lessons from Paulie D. As and now he's golfing with good the friends. boys. He's golfing with the boys at Southern Hills. There's 28,000 uh, professionals in that represent the PGA, and he's one of 20 that got in there. He's uh, the Paul Dickinson. Puts his pants one leg at a time. The yeah. Paul. Yeah, exactly. That, after he puts on his pants, he makes gold records. Hey, I'm not saying anything, but Phil Mickelson, Paul Dickinson. Oh, my. I think you're onto something with that. Just saying. It's got to be something. I'm just saying. Paul it Dickinson, rhymes. Phil Mickelson. It rhymes, and he's not going to be there this year, so you got to have a substitute. Phil Mickelson <sighs> gets replaced by Paul Dickinson. The odds are plus 100,000 on Paul Dickinson if you guys want to be brave to put some money on him. Shout out. If Paul, everyone on the East End, all the locals, threw five bucks on Paul. We'd buy Long Island. Good luck to Paul. Hope he slays that. I mean, Southern Hills, Zach. Oh, man. You were saying. Beautiful they, course. Beautiful. 
Tulsa, Oklahoma. Hilly. Hilly. Gilhance recently, within the past few years, has renovated it to make it look totally different. I love those Lynx-style bunkers that he does with the jagged edge. It's very modern, crisp. Crisp. Your little lace chip. Yes. And it's a big golf course. It's almost 7,500 yards. So it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. I seven, no, 7558. Oh, it's a little bit longer. Par 70. Par 70. That's a that's deep. This is I saw deep. A, I saw a 660-yard par 5 out there early on in the round. Yeah, the uh, the par 5s are not for scoring. <laughs> They're just to get some exercise. That's insane. I, I, w- I would be uh, surprised if there's a lot of birdies or eagles there this week. Water is going to be in play for 15 out of 18 holes. Yes, I think that's one of the things they brought back too. I think over the years they've kind of dissipated some of the, the creek that runs through the entire course. And I think with the, uh, the renovation they did, they tried to incorporate that creek back into a lot of the holes. So you don't have major water hazards, but you know, a, a one yard wide creek that runs through or across many of the holes. If you have balls running out, the uh, fairways are firm and fast. That's going to cause a lot of issues. Yeah. yeah, drama. We drama. love drama. drama. Last time that uh, we saw Southern Hills host one, too, was the PGA in 2007 when Tiger El Tigre won it. So what do we say about that? He's competing this week. Woodsy has some history here. He does. Pretty far back. We're 15 years now. That's cr- That's pretty crazy. That's a long time. How crazy is that to think about? And that was the era for him, too. He was. Yeah, that was his prime. Yeah. Or even, yeah, that was still his prime. Still, still, the yeah, that was still the, I mean, he's, fuck, who's to say he's not still? <laughs> I think he's still in his prime. Yeah, he could, st- he could still be winning tournaments. He could win this week. I think he's going to be a serious contender. I don't know about you guys. I think he's going to seriously contend. I, top 10, I'm calling it, top 10. Top 10. Top 10 for Tiger. I support that. Wow. I think he prepped. I, uh, I think he got his notes. I, I think so. he's ready. I think he... Yeah, it's a big golf this. course to walk, especially. It is, but there's yeah. there's a little bit. I think he's going to play well. He's just such a shot shaper. I think he's just such an incredible golfer. He's going to put the ball wherever he wants to. I think he's just going to know it and just play it and get that nostalgia. And I think he's gonna it's going to hit him. I think that's what Tiger needs is like nostalgia. I think he needs to feel those old moments and kind of bring it back into himself. And I think once he gets on that course and – rips his clubs and starts hitting the ball. I think he's going to, I think he's going to understand it. I can't. Wait. Yeah. I mean, like, trust me, I, I hope that Tiger Woods dominates this week and either finishes top 10. If he won, that'd be absolutely incredible. But unfortunately I, I don't see it happening. I don't think he's going to hater. I, I'd be surprised if he even finishes higher than he does at the masters, to be honest. Um, uh, I, I think it's just a completely different beast. Like you guys talked about him winning in 2007 it's a different course now. It's much longer. They've made a lot of changes to around the greens. Um, it's going to play completely different. So I'm not even sure you could say course history here with this one. And on top of that, That's a good point. Augusta, like he know he could play that course with his eyes closed. You know what I mean? It, it's a completely different test. Um, whereas here, like I said, it's not going to play the same as it did in 2007. And I just don't think he, I don't think he's there yet. I think yeah. at St. Andrews, I think St. Andrews will be the, the time okay. that he's actually contending. Right. St. Okay. Andrews. 
All right, good call. Good call from Brendan there. Yeah, Zach, what are your thoughts on Tiger? What do you think he's going to finish? I think he's going to play well, but I can see that with these changes to the course, like Brendan was saying, you don't have that course history. So the nostalgia maybe will be tough to, you know, kind of draw on. Yeah. Because all the holes look so different. True. So. They, they tightened everything up. Everything around the greens are so, like, hard, and, and, and they made everything very sloped. you got to be accurate. If you miss, you're screwed. They made everything very pinpoint, so you got to be really good around those greens. And Tiger's yeah, also in a group with Rory and Spieth, too. So that's... Yeah, Spieth coming such, in, huh? Such a sick grouping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Like, like, if there's one one or two days of golf that you're going to watch, like, that, those, that's a great grouping to watch for two days. I was also reading that something is most winners of the PGA Championship are leading on Friday. If they lead on Friday, they win. The majority of golfers that lead on this Friday are the ones that win it. Pretty crazy. Interesting. That wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, I, I never saw that stat, but typically PGA Championship is a really difficult tournament to win. Scores are usually pretty low. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would assume if you have a good first round, you're probably in contention for the rest of the week. Yeah, uh, 10 events, 10 36-hole leaders win. Hmm. Crazy. Wow. So with that in mind, I think something we should touch on a little bit then, Sherman, because we talked about it last week, was Rory McIlroy. Because... Oh, yeah, Rory. Rory. History says he does not start off great. That's true. But you know what? I will say where he has a huge advantage, multiple advantages here. Long driver, crushes it off the tee, and he's from Ireland. That's shitty weather golf. They play in bad weather all the time. So if it's any what windy, which Oklahoma courses usually are, they're usually a big dust bowl full of wind, and that's what the tournament's calling for this weekend, I think that's going to play a huge factor. And they're used to water there. They're used to water hazards. So I think this is his kind of golf course, and if he can drive and then give that pinpoint accuracy in his irons and then putt like Rory... Got yourself a little contender. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like think, Rory. I think he he does well. well. He's a PGA champion. He is quite literally a PGA yeah. champion. I think he'll end up playing well this week. It's just kind of making light of the fact He's that He's a two-time PGA champion, weekend. by the way, 2012 and 2014. Mm. The guy likes major championships. But yeah, and and he also, I mean, with the course and what we know about it, right? Like, he's been playing really well. I think it's tailored well for his game. Uh, You know, he's ranked fourth in the field this week. Strokes gained total over the last two months. And he's a good bent grass putter, uh, which are the greens this week. So he's got some some pieces that are falling in his favor. I think ultimately it just really comes down to that first and second round. How's he he get off? Yeah. How how do you get off, Charmin? Uh, Don't put it in a sock now. (laughs) Talking about that, I mean, talk about striking your balls. John Rahm. What about John Rahm? Ball striker to the max. Guy might have a little showing this week, how we look at it. Yeah, John Rahm. And he plays well in shitty weather. That's a good stat for him. He had that win in Mexico. That was nice. Inaugural. Do you think that put him back in his game? Yeah. Because he had kind of, he's had 
less than great year so yeah far. what kind of momentum shift do you think that is for a guy like that i mean does that that's really got to bring you some confidence cuz you get i think that family life and that balance with the travel is really huge for those guys and you see mm. people you see Ricky Fowler who's like kind of fallen off the map and he's right. you know he's married he's got his kid and it's great that you want to focus on that those parts a ton but it's less time for golf so right and for some people I, it probably makes you less hungry true well, once in a while, yeah. And, but or does it make you more hungry because you got to put food on the table? But at the same time, not I millions, mean, not millions. Not, yeah, you Ricky's can place fiftieth and his still make endorsements. Um, I mean, if we're if we're talking child dynamics, you got Jordan Spieth. Who, I mean, that doesn't seem to be a holding him back the last two tournaments. No, we, I mean, I guess he, he seems like he's not. It's not affecting him, or maybe it's affecting him in a good way. But all these guys are kind of like having. They're young parents, and they're trying to win majors. Well, talk about somebody trying to win a major. That is Jordan Spieth, 28-year-old. He'd be the third youngest player to accomplish the Grand Slam. Wow. He'd be only the sixth to do it. Yep. Pretty fucking crazy, huh? Tiger was, I think, 24. Jack Nicholas was like 20 in his 20s, too. That's insane. So Spieth, I think, is going to be hunting out there. You better watch out. Spieth. Texas boy going to come hunting. I'm interested. So Spieth and Scheffler. Scheffler shot a 62 out there last week in his mm-hmm. practice round. Crazy. I heard. Whew. And Spieth is coming in. The only comments I've heard from him have been, you need to kind of protect because this is going to be a higher scoring event for a PGA championship. So you got right. Scotty. Going super low, and you got Spieth, who's kind of coming into it with this more conservative attitude. Maybe, maybe Scheffler's conservative, but I mean, shooting a sixty-two uh, in the practice round isn't too conservative. So maybe he was just trying to test the water, see what he really could do on that course, and really push it to the limit. Yeah, but if it wasn't a windy day, then he got lucky. But they're coming in with. Polar opposites on the mindset. That's a very interesting fact there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We'll see which, for sure, who does what better. Yeah. What I would say, though, that favors uh, Spieth is I feel like, especially now that they've they've mowed down that rough that's around the greens and they roll down and flatten those, there's going to be a lot of balls that are, you know, you could hit a really great shot into the green and ends up rolling out or rolling back down those slopes and now you got to really get creative with your your next shot and i think that favors speed i I think he's one of the more magical players we have yeah with regards to just like you know making something out of nothing and especially doing it around the greens i think if it gets into a situation where you know guys are really struggling to to maintain those balls on the greens on their approach shots and it gets into like who does it best i think speed has an advantage there around the greens true in the short game Spieth. Spieth. He's gonna he's definitely gonna bring it. There's no way he's gonna flop this tournament. I think yeah. he's gonna he's I'd gonna, say he's gonna I'd say JT I, I think JT is similar similar things with him too. It's the way he's just able to manufacture shots and look at this work year. his ball around. Look at this year for JT. Every tournament where it's been shitty weather, he's just like carved balls through these crazy winds and crazy weather and rain and all that crap. Yeah. Remember him at the players? Ridiculous. Yeah, the players. 
yeah, that was probably one of the more fun rounds to watch too. Just, yeah. hi, just him. I'm talking about during that round. Right. Everyone else sucked, but but he right. goes out there and <laughs> lights it up, uh, just hitting ridiculous shots. But I, I hope he does well. I would love to see JT win, to be honest. And it would be insane if he doesn't get a win, at least this week, if for at all this season. I think it would be the first time in like nine years he has not won uh, a tour event. Wow. So he's potentially going to be hitting that streak uh, here if he can't get a W soon. Yeah, JT, what a slayer. A slayer of balls. He's a ball slayer for sure. Mm-hmm. Slayer. So, freaking speaking of Slayer, you talked about Scotty. What about your boy, Brandon, little Joaquin? Dude, I like him this week. I, I really, really do. I feel like he's got all the shots in the world. I feel like he could go out there. He's a great long iron player. I think a lot of these shots uh, that these guys are going to have to make are long irons into these greens, these small greens. Top five. Oh, yeah. Brendan, I think that, he has a big week. That Brendan, that shot he hit from short sided behind a green at the Byron Nelson this past week, where it just <laughs> like was on a string, it was ridiculous. It's so perfectly struck. It's like he's. I I don't even know how to explain how much control that is. <laughs> he's got so it's, much control over the ball. It's too much control. Yeah, it's right. magical. Yeah, I know. I no, he's he's one of my favorite players on tour right now. That's for sure. Um, we'll see if he's in my lineup this week. But my man's from Chile too. Yeah, he, the uh, Chilean. He's he's used to some hilly golf. I'm sure up in Chile there they got some mountainous yeah. uh, golf going on. I like him. I like him a lot. I'll be honest. He's also top five in around the greens. Fun fact. Oh, such a good short game. Mm. Well, how much does water come into factor? Like, what's the Kevin Costner effect, Zach, with water on the on the golf course? Like, do you feel... Oh, tin cup? Yeah, does it, like, really fuck with you? Because the, the, a lot of these, the majority of these holes have water involved. So what what does that really do for your psyche? And how does, yeah. that, affect, how does that affect your shot and how you have to play conservative, like you were saying, with, like, Spieth's attitude? Well, Sunday, Spieth is great at hitting it all over the world and finding ways to get back into play. He's not a very straight driver of the ball historically right. bit of a noodler he a bit of a noodler what does it do it exaggerates your bad days right you're gonna hit it into 15 yard zone 10 15 yard zone when you're on when these guys are on right off the tee you're hitting 275 to 325 <laughs> if you could hit it into a 15 yard spread if and you're hitting at 300 plus then you're dialed in but these guys are going to be dealing with wind that's the factor and though it's like it's it's not just water it's wind with water so wind. you can be cocky and be like oh I'll get it over the water but if it's windy as shit and it's blowing right back in your face maybe you won't take that shot maybe you will lay up absolutely so who's going to be the more disciplined golfer Maybe a yeah. guy like Kadeki Matsuyama comes into play here because he's more disciplined. Yeah, he plays more like Spieth, a little more conservative, but can pin shot kind of from anywhere and get back in the game and, and make a solid putt to go in. Yeah, so, looking at it that way, it's it seems like a plotter would do better on this course. Someone who's not 
a very aggressive player, someone who's who's a little more tame, like you were saying. But the long drive still needs to be mattered. I mean, 7,500 yards ain't no joke. Yeah, absolutely. One thing I would say, though, is uh, the water hazard here, it's a little bit different than what you typically see on a lot of other courses because it is a creek. So it's kind of very, very sneaky. Oh, it is sneaky. You don't look out there and just see a big body of water, right? I mean, there's, there, I think there's going to be plenty of times where these guys hit what they would believe to be a really good shot, and they walk up there and find that that ball rolled out, and it's now in the creek. Mm. So I think it's going to sneak up and bite, bite you. It's going to be... Can we talk about something Yeah, and not miss it? What? Our boy and the American true hero, John Daly, is in the field. Oh, Cause he's John a fucking Daly. PGA Championship winner, baby. Right. Don't forget. Right. Did you guys see? Hell yeah. Did you guys see today? Tiger had a quote about John Daly back in 2007 when they had it. No, what did he say? And Tiger was talking about man. I had it was 108 degrees out that day. And how many waters oh, did yeah. you have, JD? <laughs> yeah. And he said, uh, none. I had 13 Diet Cokes. Yeah, it was savage. <laughs> He's 1991, the year I was born, John Daly won the PGA Championship. Oh, was Shot that a, a crooked? 276. Crooked stick? Mm. Oh, man. And he's still riding that win. Oh, yeah. And that was the one that he... Uh, Qualify or he was an alternate in, I think and he got so, in yeah. and he drove, uh, he drove straight there like overnight and mm. ended up winning the whole thing. Right, <laughs> what a legend! Hit a titty bar in every city that he passed through. Oh, without a doubt, had all the wings. He had all the wings. He was drinking the fountain soda, that, fountain diet coke at mcdonald's that's beers. his favorite i can't believe he's still like just crushing the golf course he's going out there and competing and can i tell yeah. you his stats are pretty wild i think he's made like a majority of his cuts really in the scene in the seniors on in the, the senior that's tour. great on the senior tour but still he's still playing golf he's not you know and his son good his son him. plays some good golf yeah. His son's a pretty damn good golfer. Yeah, Last he was. He's yep. not little John Daly anymore. He changed it to John Daly the second or something. Got it. Oh, so he's yep. more he's more Harold Varner right now. He's trying to get serious. Yeah. Yep. Dude, I kind of want to, like, I'm, I'm the first in my family tree of Brendan's, but uh, I kind of want to throw, like, a number two or a three at the end of my name. I just like do it. Why not? Just yeah, Why legally not? change your, You can legally change your name to whatever you want, man. Do, yeah. do, be, I, be you. Yeah, what about true. the fourth with the IV? That's cool. Yeah, the fourth. You could that's be the fourth. Sick. Yeah. You could be the 13th, though. Ooh. Yeah, that's dope. Come on. Actually, Brendan yeah, the like 13th. Yeah. <laughs> so, Brendan, if you, <laughs> if you ever beat Zach in a round of golf... Zach has to legally change his own name to Brendan Lawson, the 13th. Uh, well, if that happens, I want him to be the second because I want him to be my bitch. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll be the second. I won't be the 13th. The, the whole idea of like doing second instead of junior is also pretty funny. 
<laughs> if I like, beat Zach in golf, I would true. be on such a high, I would lose my mind and probably change my own name. <laughs> you, you, I'm not you, even sure what to, but I'd be Johnson. quite a high. Thorpe, Thorpe Johnson. That's You look like a Thorpe. Thorpe Johnson. Thorpe, Thorpe. is a hard name. Hard. That's, that's, that sounds like a, that sounds like a Masters winner. Thorpe. Thorpe. That's going to be some guy from I, Sweden, some yeah. Copenhagen that just wins the... <laughs> Wins the whole no, thing. No, dude, that, that guy—he's a—he's uh, like the all-time greatest Australian swimmer. I'm pretty certain. Oh, Thorpe. I just made uh, it up. Thorpe. God damn yeah. it! I they just, called him the torpedo. Here I was thinking I made up like the national curling champion of Sweden or Copenhagen. Oh. I no, I know, I know too many random things about sports. Thorpe. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, who do we think is going to absolutely bomb it this week? Who's going to get our? No nos of the week. Who do you think is going to just shit the bed? Oh, no nos of the week. Who do you think is just going to ass out? I'm pretty excited. Shambo, Zach? Yeah, I think he's going to shit the bed. Damn. I think he hits the ball too far and swings too hard at it. He's just too busy trying to be a long drive champion. Yeah, he's just, he's lost his focus. He has. No, he's become a little bit of a circus and he spins the ball so much. Yeah. A little bit too I agree. I agree. I like that one. I think that's a good call too, Zach, because like <laughs> Sherman asks who we think is going to shit the bed. He doesn't even come to mind anymore as like a, a player, unfortunately. So I, yeah, I think yeah. that's an early. Isn't that crazy to say? Like, what about Brooks too? I mean, that's something to say too. Brooks has won it fucking twice, and we don't even talk about him. Like, he ain't shit. It's yeah, he's just off too i mean brooks is not putted well and you got young guns coming into this thing that are hungry yeah you got the young hungry guns how about our boy jj spawn oh he's not really my sack is just still his beef with <laughs> jj spawn coming back with him. Zach, zach's gotta yeah zach's gotta build him up a little bit after he's, shitting on him he's been doing well though i mean he has give it to the I guy he's even... been playing some money golf getting out there getting his money these PGA guys, think about it, man. Like you were saying, they have families. They have to take care of their living. Even if he doesn't have a family, yeah. he's still out there paying rent somewhere and having a life. And these guys yeah. have to go out and play golf. They have to pay their way. Some of these smaller guys, too, from Corn Ferry, they're not getting these big sponsorships and stuff. They're the ones that are really putting up a majority of the the money. It's like when a new baseball player comes in, they're getting the league minimum. That shit sucks. For like three whole years, you're getting paid nothing. And if you're not any good, you're not getting any sponsor money. So it's not like these yeah. guys are really making much. They have to basically travel and put up all this shit themselves and really kind of build a name for themselves. Golf is extremely, I think, crazy in that sense. That's, that, you really that shit's all going to... Yeah, that shit's all going to change, though. I mean, it's, it's changed right now with all those NIL deals and shit like that. Oh, really? All these college kids. Yeah, there's, all these college kids are getting paid now. They're getting all these different sponsorships and, and deals. They're making millions of bucks before they even get out of college. But do you think that makes a difference, like baseball players getting guaranteed money and then they stop playing as well or whatever because they go through spurts and then they start playing well when their contract has to resign? Like, Is that how you think it might work in, in that sense? Do you think you'll lose competitiveness? No, I don't think it'll lose competitiveness, but I, I just feel like I mean they're just more well-off. I, I don't think there's as much pressure be honest but is that a bad thing you're saying or a good thing it could be a little bit of both i mean yeah Mm. no it's a good it's a good point you bring up there i mean i I definitely think you know five years from now i mean there might be issues we're finding with like you know all these super hyped up high school athletes going into college then they get these nil deals they get a lot of money 
and then you just see them end up getting getting in trouble or becoming bankrupt in five years. You know what I mean? Because they they don't know how to deal with their True. finances and, yeah. and shit like that. But 100%. but I guess what I was saying was just the fact that like you know the the landscape is changing for these players just because now they are making money in different areas where they weren't doing that before. You know. True. Yeah, it's very true. It's it's but it's, it's yeah. weird. It, it messes with the hunger for sure. Ooh, you know what I just saw today? What? Thinking about it, Rory McIlroy. A little fun fact: He's trying to chase his first major since 2014. Wow, that's a drought. That's a drought, dude. That's almost fuck. That's eight years. It's a long time, man. Do you think Rory's going to be hungry enough this week? Yeah, he's, I like it. Well, I was going to say I like his mindset though, because like I don't know if you guys heard that interview. Someone actually no. actually did ask him basically that exact question. Like, hey, you haven't won since this year. Uh, you know, like, is there a lot of pressure on you? Like, where's your game at? Blah, blah, blah. And he basically just said, like, honestly, like, I feel pretty okay with where my game is. Like, yes, I haven't won a major since then, but I've won other tournaments. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I've played well in other tournaments. It just hasn't been a major that I've won. I think he's feeling pretty good. I think – Definitely the round that he had at the Masters on Sunday was a huge boost for him. Uh, he's played a little, He's played well since. I think he's going to have a big week. If he wins it, that'd be awesome. But I think he'll be in, in contention. Throw a little quiche on it. Well, talking about winners yeah. and everything else, why don't we talk about our damn picks? We've been chatting for a oh, little yeah. bit here. Have you ever felt yourself on the golf course coming up to that 16th hole, two strokes down, really trying to make that comeback? And you just have to pee so fucking bad. You know what? We have something for you. It's called Euro Club. Euro Club is a fake golf club that you can literally whip your dick out on the course and pee into. What a beautiful segue, the Euro Club. Me and Zach use that all the time on the course. Great yeah, actually, club. we've used it three times during this during podcast. This- <laughs> in the In the... Airing. Exactly. So I think we're going to put Brendan on the spot here and make him go first with his picks. Brendan, let's hear it. Let it rip. Why not, dude? All right. Well, let's see. Let's see. I'm going to I'm gonna save two guys for last because I'm trying to still decide who I want to be my winner. So I'll, uh, I'll go down to number three. Uh, so I'm going to start it off with Shane Lowry. Love my big man, Shane. Uh, he's fifth on tour and shots gained approach. 16th in putting, and I just feel like he's underrated when it comes to majors, man. Despite winning in 2019 at the British Open, he's I got long like ball power too. Yeah, he just doesn't get the praise, though. You know, we got to give the big man a little bit of love. So I, I think he comes out. I think he plays really well, especially if he gets windy. You know, he's that Irish guy. He, he knows how to play in those tough conditions. Mm-hmm. That being said, I like uh, Russell Henley this week over the last 40 rounds. Uh, he's. Um, these are the six best players in the field in strokes gained approach. Cameron Smith, Victor Hovland, Justin Thomas, Shane Lowry, Scotty Scheffler, and Russell Henley. Wow. So he is up there with a lot of big names. He's a great iron player, uh, really good on approach. He's second in strokes gained approach on the entire PJ Tour, 26 in strokes gained around the green, eighth in strokes gained T to green. So I feel like He's a well-rounded player. He's going to play really well this week. And uh, I don't know that he'll be in true contention, but I could see him easily being top 20. Nice. You picked him for the nice score. All right. Absolutely. 
Next, we got Sebastian Munoz coming off a, a T3 at the Byron Slugger. Nelson. He was the first-round leader there hot. after shooting a 16 12-under. Oh, Hot Munoz. Ooh, I hot like Munoz. that. All right, all That's right. a T-shirt, too. Okay. we got to start yeah. making fucking T-shirts. What's wrong with us? Yeah, Hot Munoz. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> all right. Uh, what else? I mean, the guy plays some pretty good golf. He's uh, finished 39th or better in eight straight tournaments. So, you know, Two. I'm going with him as just that guy that hopefully just gets me the cut, plays well enough to make me a little bit of money. Nice. Next, I got uh, I got my guy. He's a Chilean. Unfortunately, oh. he is not the guy. Oh, he is not wow! My boy. What a ball! Cool but he is. I got Mito Pereira. Wow! Oh, I got the other Good call. Yeah, he he's he's kind of my dark horse sleeper. I guess I always got to throw someone in there. But he's thirteenth in strokes gained on approach. He's twenty first tee to green and 24th in strokes gained total. So I feel like he's a pretty well-rounded player, and he's kind of that, that low-value pick that I had to, I had to kind of grasp at, and the reason is the two guys that got the top of this list here. Next guy is Scotty Scheffler. Wow. Scotty. Scotty. I mean, do I need to rattle off everything about him? Yes. No. Why not? He's no. awesome. 17th in strokes gained approach, 21st strokes gained around the green. 22nd strokes gained tee to green, ninth strokes gained total. He's got four wins in the last eight starts and a tie 15th at the Byron Nelson last week. And guys, the dude had a triple bogey. Could have mm. easily been in contention, especially uh, with the birdie fest that was going on there. A triple bogey is just going to really set you yeah. back. But thought he thought he played really well last week. And my winner, winner, go Scotty, Hideki Matsuyama. Oh, oh my God, Hideki. I love it. The discipline, I love it. Going with the conservative golfer. I wow. like him. I like him a lot, guys. He's he's had some back issues, some neck issues this this year. But yeah. when he has played, he has been absolute fire. Love In his it. past ten love starts, he's produced seven top twenties, two of which mm. have been victories. He's one of the best iron players on the planet. He's having the best putting year of his career. Yes, he is. And I think that'll that'll come in play this week. And, guys, I don't know about you, but I feel like there's some Augusta National vibes here at Southern Hills. A lot of undulations. You got to you gotta really pinpoint uh, your ball when it comes to the approach game. I don't know. I feel like there's uh, some Augusta vibes. So I, I'm going with my boy, Oof. Hideki. Good call. Hideki. I like that. I That's would love great... to see Hideki win. That is a great pick. Good for you, Brendan. Yeah. Wow. Appreciate it. Zach, <laughs> Zach, let's rip your picks. Let's see it, buddy. Um, Let's hear yours. All right. So <laughs> starting, it off, <laughs> starting it off with Keegan Bradley. He's a Northeastern guy, St. John's alum. He's been doing well. Second nice. place at Wells Fargo. Eighth at Valero. He's, he's been... Up there a lot this year. Hell of a putter. Hell of a putter. Uh, unique game. I don't know. He's a grinder. He loves the majors. He's good word. He's got he's a grinder. He's got the PGA Championship and is under his belt. Yeah, yeah. he is. He, he's a grinder. He's, a hoagie. He's, he's a hoagie grinder. sub. Second up, I got Cameron Champ. I'm going for the big hitter. Yep. He's been doing pretty well. 
I mean, he got a 38th at, at Byron Nelson, but he's a he's a long ball. He's got a great short game, and I feel like he's I feel like he's trending. Um, mm. But speaking about someone who's really hot, Max Homa. Wow, this guy is just oozing confidence. Every interview he gives is viral. It's it's just a little piece of gold. He's just he's genuine. Coming with the he's, heat. He's coming around. He's been working with his swing coach, making his swing more tailored to his body. He's not trying to be anyone else. He's Max Homa. And I love he's that. gonna make the cut this week. Mm, maybe he'll maybe he'll monster. do maybe maybe he'll do better than just cut monster. Maybe he'll contend. Who knows? I I do like that pick. The only thing that held me back was uh just the fact that he's a little weak at, you know, the chipping around the greens. And I feel like that might come into play, but I do like oh. your pick. I looked at him too. That yeah. is chipping around the greens. Those green complexes look pretty, pretty challenging Two the two picks that we're sharing today, Brendan, Joaquin Neiman and Scotty Scheffler. I feel like you, you said. You didn't pick Joaquin Neiman. I don't know. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I oh, I'm sorry. I appreciate that you're repping him. Thank Mito. you. Repping him. But somebody had the Yeah, twerking. no, I love this but guy. You are sharing him with me. I have a spoiler yeah. alert. Oh my god. I knew <laughs> I was I knew I couldn't be the only guy picking this young yep. stud. Yeah. I ha- I had him. I pulled him out to We don't want to hear about yours anymore, Brendan. We don't want to hear about yours. We're talking 8500's pretty good value for this guy. He's he's up there a lot. Um and there's something that they're putting in the chili. Um, look at that the the little uh mito Pereira, joaquin neiman dual joke yeah that's good um so i don't need to say much about either of those guys i think they're both gonna do great my winner is a total emotional bet i want the young stud from the northeast cameron young i think the guy's just a bomber wow and I actually have been watching. I'm obsessed with this swing. He's got such a great move. It's the most controlled. You guys, you gotta watch. Yeah, I'm beautiful. sure he'll be. I'm sure. I'm sure he's, he'll be making the cut. You'll see just a poetic move where he gets it to the top, and it's such a slow, smooth transition. You feel like he can't hit the ball that far out there, and then he's carrying it 310, 314. And it's just very controlled power. This guy's mm. young, very hungry. His name is young. And he's my pick to win it at 7,600. I Value. think he's going to take Value. I think Scotty's going to do well. But Zach's telling Cameron you to pick him young. six ways, guys. If he's that valued, Cameron then he's young, got great odds. Go pick him in DraftKings, Caesars. He's coming out to party. Yeah. Thank you to this great I, lineup. Can I, I congratulate. This, sure. Can I just say this? Because that is a great pick, and I just want to back you on that, Zach. I, I looked oh. at him as well. The dude has seven top 20 finishes this year, and he's second in stroke gain off the tee and ninth in driving distance. So the yeah. dude has power. Oh, big stats. But you know who's a bum? Who? Brendan Lawson, because he didn't put him in his lineup. But you know who isn't a bum? Oh. Ryan Sherman, because he put him in you his You put lineup. Cameron Young, too? So I did. Oh I chose. I started off hot here yeah, with Cameron Young. Cameron and Young. And I won't have to say. Is he your winner? 
No, he's not my winner. Oh, okay. But he is in my lineup, so I won't have to say a single other thing about him because Zach cool. just did it for me. He's a fucking long driver, and he's got control, and he knows what he's doing out there. Nippy wedges. And, yeah, nippy. And I think he's going to get scrappy with it and, and fucking come out with a nice little standing. So he's in my lineup. We're going to start there. Then yeah, if we, fuck you. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then if we make a little detour over into the Megaland, I'm going to throw out our boy that me and Zach share together. I already spoiled it. Little Joaquin Neiman. So. Oh, yeah. Neiman Marcus. Yep. Neiman Marcus there. We chose him. Done. And don't need to say anything else, really. Zach was already alluding to, and we've already alluded to in the podcast already about his iron game and how crazy of a shot controller he is and just how much, um, you know, effort he puts into the ball. It's just nuts. Gonna go with a little Canadian love here. Corey Connors. Oh, Coming in hot, Corey Connors. I just know that he's such a good iron player, can just control shots, can really play the game of golf. He's got his distance. It's not a problem for him. And in this in this kind of course, he's going to thrive. I think this is just what he does. He's going to come out hot, and he's going to crush. I think he's just going to dominate, to be honest with you. Going to be a little top 15, top 20. Oh, okay. So he's there to so get me on So he's not your winner. He's not my winner, no. He's there to All get right. me some solid points. He's not my winner, no. Okay. Coming in with my little medium pick here. Gonna give a big shout, Cooch. Coming oh in hot, putting in Matt Cooch on my lineup. You can't ignore this guy. He's just a fucking stud. Comes in 12th last week in the Byron Nelson. Came in third in the RBC. Came in second in the Valero. My man's eating. He's just out there playing incredible golf right now. I don't know what he's eating what his diet is, who his swing coach is, what his caddy's doing. He's doing something right right now, and I just love the way he's playing. So I love that. I love the momentum. I think he's coming out of this playing easy, good golf. He's just going to slay it all week. I, I really have the faith. And that's it. a great value Dude. pick at 6800 let me tell you. Wow. Yeah, for sure. Hey, he's like, a, I think he's like the third best putter on tour right now, too. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Everybody's falling asleep at the wheel with Cooch. So I mean, at this point, he just needs to be a weekly. Just keep him in a lineup, keep, one of our right. lineups, because he's on every episode. He really is, Cooch. We love you, man, Matt Kuchar, our boy, the Cooch. Yeah, Ashton Kutcher's dad. Yeah. Ashton Kutcher's dad. Oh, yeah. yeah. So two picks left here. I really had a hard time choosing between the winner because one's a sleeper, not full sleeper, and then one is very common. But I'm going to throw out the same thing. John Rahm is on my pick list here, guys. He is not the winner. Surprise. Oh, wow. He is on my list. We don't really have to say much about John Rahm. His iron game is probably the best on tour. He's absolutely incredible. Can put the ball wherever he wants it. Has enough to get it done. And he's been getting back in his groove with winning New Mexico lately. He's He's on fire. So... I think he's going to come out swinging some fucking great clubs, really just coming out there shooting low scores and, and put himself in contention. So I think he's going to be a top five, maybe even a top love three, Rob. maybe even a top three, Ooh, but I don't think he's going to win it. Okay. My winner coming in real crazy here, Matt Fitzpatrick. Oh my God. Sleeping on this guy. 
He's been nine out of 11 on his cuts, five top tens. I mean, he's averaging 69. He's shooting really well. He came in second in the Wells Fargo. He's hungry as fuck. And he shoots well in bad weather. He's a notorious wind golfer. He has a great Mm. stat on wind. I think it's going to be a windy week in Oklahoma. I think the course is going to give some conditions. I think his English golf and the way that he plays his game and the way that he's a shot shaper and the way that he can putt, I think everything about his style is just going to bring him to the top. So I think he's going to be my little dark horse victor here. I think he's hungry. I think he's just been kind of pushed to the side for a while and he's tired of not uh, throwing it down. So I think this is going to be his big shining moment and he's going to come out with a dub. Love it. So I I caddied at the USAM when it was at Brookline, the country club in Boston. Mm. And there was this little kid who walked up to us in one of the practice rounds and just had a, a notepad, was writing things down. And one of the other caddies in our group said, hey, what's up? And he started talking to him like he was a caddy. It turns out it was Matt Fitzpatrick. And he ended up winning the USAM that week. <laughs> and the guy's just walking around with a with a yardage book around the course, no clubs, just walking, taking notes. A diligent school kid. That's it. Hey, all I'll say is Sherm, I like the pick. I do. He's a, he's a fixture in a number of my other lineups. He's got top 25 in every key strokes game category. Uh, so, yo, did you guys hear about that murder at Southern Hills Country Club in 81? No, no. Tell us what, about you, what, what happened? So this dude, Roger Wheeler, is a big-time businessman back in the day. Uh, he ended up buying this this company called World of High Lie, and uh, High Lie is a an old sport. But you know, cut to uh, he basically starts going into the finances and seeing that this company is like going under, and he's not sure why, but he comes to realize that you know there's there's some people within the company that are skimming. So he decides to clean up the finances and install new leadership. And soon after making those decisions, he ends up shot dead uh, in the parking lot at, at Southern Hills Country Club after playing around with his boys. Uh, and totally uh, some backgrounds. <laughs> yeah, Soprano style. I got whacked. Guy got fucking uh, whacked in a parking lot in Coast Oklahoma. Got dumped about... in a fucking cornfield. <laughs> exactly. In the oil rig. The, the cr- the nuts thing about it, though, is it all ties back to Whitey Bulger. Uh, so that oh, Whitey Bulger wow. is the guy that actually, he was the one that ordered the hit on this guy. Oh, yeah, so, that's like, shit. All, all the skimming obviously went back to uh, the mob. But, and uh, yeah, so that's a long story short, but it's fucking nuts, man. Now they call it the Waste Management Open. Oh, no. no. Officially, officially changed. Well, <laughs> cheers to the PGA Championship and you boys and... Listeners, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to us idiots talk about whatever for an hour. Thank God. It's going to be a hell of a week. Uh, let's do it. Let's Cheers. Go. John Daly, hopefully he wins. Diet Cokes on us. Diet Cokes on us.